This is Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement or how to buy consulting services. You'll get tips on how to use consulting, buy consulting, and managing the consulting. And now your host, Ellen Lafitte. And welcome back to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. I am Hélène, and today we will discuss spend analysis for consulting. However, before we get into today's episode, let me first give you a recap of what I talked about last week. In last week's episode, I talked about what does an MSA for consulting look like. An MSA, or Master Service Agreement, is a legally binding agreement between you and your consultants that spells out the condition of your cooperation on all ongoing and future projects for a specific amount of time. And like other consulting agreements, the MSA can be done once and for all, and even though it is also an agreement at the end of the day. And you should be negotiating an MSA with your strategic suppliers while creating your panel of preferred providers so that the contract negotiation process when you have a project can be sped up for your internal stakeholders. At the core of the negotiation is often the pricing and it's typically based on a red pro. And I'm not a big fan. So I would just remind you to focus on value and remember that consulting is a seasonal market. So whatever solution you choose, keep it flexible. However, this week, I wanted to discuss about spend analysis. Whether you're looking to save money or simply understand your spending patterns, spend analysis will always come in handy, especially since most companies don't have a clear view on how they spend their consulting budget. What is spend analysis in consulting? So in the procurement world, spend analysis is the practice of examining your company's spending to find areas where you may save costs although it might be a difficult and time-consuming task. Spend analysis can also be very useful for, your, for the consulting category. It will help you to have a clear view of your consulting budget, who is spending, on what, with you, and with what impact. You might find areas where you can cut expenses and increase efficiency. You will find some insight into building a better supplier panel and negotiating better prices with suppliers and, and vendors. In the end, spend analysis is a crucial tool for every consulting procurement specialist that wants to manage the consulting category efficiently. So it may be done in two different ways, top-down and bottom-up. The bottom-up strategy entails scrutinizing each individual transaction to identify expenditure trends. For the consulting category, you will have to look at each project individually. On the other side, the top-down strategy examines broad expenditure categories to spot trends. Here it means looking at trends in other categories and comparing them to the consulting category, but also grouping the project by segments, such as capability or users, and identify patterns. While each strategy has benefits, the bottom-up strategy is frequently more successful in locating potential savings. There are different types of spends in consulting, but every project is not equal and every supplier is not equal either because your procurement teams have only a limited amount of time on their hands and they need to prioritize that energy. So that's why we usually cut the spend into three different segments. First of all, the strategic spend. So the strategic spend is the money spent on strategic suppliers and strategic projects. 
Captain Obvious. We're looking at initiatives that support your overall strategy and transformation. Actually, the amount spent of consulting is directly connected to how much change and disruption are occurring in your sector or your function. So the strategic suppliers are the ones with whom you spend most of your budget. They are working on highly strategic projects or have very unique skills. The ones that you want to cater to. The next type is the normal spend. So this is the recurring spend. It could also be operational expense, for instance, or HR initiative. The point is that you are recurring project with some supplies. The project are strategic because they advance your overall strategy, but either they're less strategic or the skill they need are less unique or you have alternatives. And last but not least, the tailspin. So for procurement teams, tailspin management is a well-known source of cost reductions. Many businesses have, are starting to observe their consulting tailspin as a result of the ongoing need to reduce costs and then lasting savings. So indeed, the consulting tailspin, which is directly contacted by business line managers, is frequently ignored by companies. And it can account up to 25% of the consulting spend, regardless of how they are aggregated at the company level. You might not say much, but any savings on this front program may greatly enhance your bottom line and please your CFO, as the consulting spend can range from 05 to 3% of the overall revenue. For the consulting spend, putting your spend under control means spending the right amount of money on the right projects. So are your projects strategic among the consulting projects done during the last 12 months? How many were supporting your strategy or were at least considered strategic when they were launched? And the only way to make sure that you have the right ROI, because that's where we're talking about, right, is to perform a spend analysis. But how to practically implement spend analysis for the consulting category? So I'm sure you know that the data is only valuable if standardized and accurate. So standardized data because you want to compare apples to apples and accurate because if you want to identify trends, you need to have real data. If not, your analysis will just be a fiction novel. In order to simplify your work, you might wish to establish a few dimensions, unless you already have an ERP that gathers the information at the proper level of detail. So you can utilize organizational structure to understand who is spending money, identify habits, companies of skill that are pertinent to your company, and determine the cutoff point for consulting companies to participate in this, in this uh, analysis. The simplest observation period to use as a starting point for you spending is often the prior fiscal year. They will give you a solid foundation for chopping and dicing the data. And you need to collect the appropriate information before beginning your spend analysis and avoid drawing yourself into the data. So the type of data that you're looking for would be how much did we spend on consulting? Who bought consulting? What type of consulting did they buy? How long did they project state, whom did they buy from? And there are several sources uh, that can provide that information, invoices, purchase orders, contracts, and then to, to find patterns and, and trends in this data, you also need to invest some time examining it. It will be able to better understand where and how your business is spending its money thanks to your spend analysis. 
once you have the normalized data, you can now move to organize it in order to make for it to make sense. How do you do that? You have to look at your data with different lenses. You can start by the financial first. So what did you spend money on? How many tasks did you complete? What percentage of revenue does that represent? How much money was spent on by each division or business unit? So next, you have to understand the user behaviors. What are the functional business units buying consulting services? Who are the project sponsors? How many times a year? How much did they spend? What type of consulting did they buy? After that, you can have a look at the project. What was the primary purpose? How much did you spend on the different projects? How many of the projects are sequels? Are there topics that where you seem to overspend? Are there topics where you don't spend at all? And last but not least, you can train your suppliers. Who are your suppliers? What is their profile, size, level of specialization, footprint? Who are your top suppliers? Who are they working with? What are they working on? How much did you spend with these suppliers? How many projects did they have? And this data primary goal is to help you comprehend the issue and provide with a more precise fact-based feature. So now you're aware of who makes financial commitments to a certain consulting business and why they made their decisions, but you're still uncertain about whether this was a wise investment. Usually you want to analyze something along a few different dimensions, right? So was the company capable of doing the task? Have they comprehended the issue you were attempting to fix? Have they gotten along with your teams well? Was the impact and return on investment at the level you expected? Make sure you examine the data at the right granularity, for instance, the partner or the project manager in charge. You are now ready to harvest the quick wins of your consulting spend analysis. So to begin, you don't have to initiate a company-wide transformation. You may begin ripping the quick ends once you have a clear understanding of your consulting spend and have evaluated the performance of your consulting suppliers at the business unit level, for instance. Here are four simple levers to pick the hangry fruit. First, you have to leverage this data. With the diagnosis at hand, you can now outline a number of remedial measures that will provide quick outcomes and cost savings. Play the dice, look for trends, and spot outliers, either a function of business unit that spends much more on consulting. If yes, maybe it would be interesting to meet them and understand why. You can also discover that certain consulting firms charge two times as much for comparable projects as their competitors, or that the same firms charge more in Europe than in North America. You may define the foundation for bettering your sourcing by having a clear understanding of your project portfolio. Segments and thresholds can be identified. If you have an internal consulting group, you may talk to them about how your teams interact. Why do your teams cooperate or not with them? How do you they compare in terms of pricing versus external providers? Do they work well together? You are an expert on the demographic and performance of your consulting supplier panel. This panel can be improved by getting rid of the underperformers hiding French talents, using supply diversity, and seeing possible synergies across various groups and business divisions. Finally, you may focus on the essential factors for your business as you fine-tune your study of the consulting span. This routine evaluation might develop into long-term tracking of your consulting expenses. You can also streamline your sourcing strategy. 
The project scope and objective must be clear, as well as the team ability in order for a project to succeed, whether it is outsourced or not. The same applies to consulting projects. To increase the likelihood that a project will succeed, you may have a strong RFP that outlines the project context, objective, and deliverable. Be cautious to only express the outcomes you desire, not necessarily how you plan to get them. Another important aspect is to put your consultants in competition when it's relevant. Little hint, most of the time. One consulting firm may excel at one project but fail to make the cut for the subsequent assignment. Additionally, you could wish to research press concepts or contrast them with different strategies. Um, implement them in management. Yes, I know, this is my favorite topic. Finally, you need to take control of your expenses, in particular when you have a decentralized procurement process for consulting services. So large statements of intent are very rarely efficient. So you need to have a clearly defined and objective decision-making process to ensure the budget for consulting is spent on your priorities. And demand management will help you balance and strategically align demand with your consulting budget. When you implement demand management, you keep control of what projects are launched and how much money or value they generate. It's a great tool if you're in the middle of a crisis and you need to cut consulting costs, for instance, or if you want to refocus your consulting's uh, spend on highly strategic projects. Implementing Makeover strategy is another tool that you can use. To better support the overall plan, most businesses and their procurement functions strive to optimize their external spending and supply pool. Every time you start a project, you should consider if outsourcing it to consultant would be beneficial and whether doing so would add value over managing the project internally. Demand management and Makeover decision are frequently closely connected. As a result, creating a framework that enables you to make both options at once can help you save some time and effort. So to sum up to this podcast, spend analysis is the practice of examining your company's spending to find areas where you may save cost and improve the impact of your project. Also, it's a time-consuming process. It's a great tool to maximize the ROI of your consulting spend. The most important thing to keep in mind while analyzing your consulting spend is that you need to have the right set of data organized neatly in order for it to make sense and to be able to identify patterns and trends. Implementing demand management, make a strategy, or if streamlining your supply panel can make a lot of difference in saving some extra bucks. A brief audit of your consulting costs might reveal considerable opportunities for rapid wins and value generation. And so the question of how long should you go back to analyze your spend, that will depend on how much you buy every year. Well, to make judgments, you need to have enough data. However, going back more than two years might be challenging. And I found the perfect quote to conclude from Aaron Levenstein. Statistics are like bikinis. What they reveal is suggestive, but what they conceal is vital. And that marks the end of the podcast. So keep an eye out for me next week when I return with another fascinating topic. Till then, stay safe and happy sourcing. If you have all the questions about how to lead a spend analysis, remember you can always contact me directly on LinkedIn or by email. As you know, I'm always getting up for a fruitful chat. Bye and see you next week. Au revoir.
You've been listening to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at consultingquest.com. Find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. For questions and comments, send an email to ellen.lafitte at consultingquest.com. See you next time.